0: Once again, we're coming to you live from Backwoods Theology. We hope that uh, you have had a good time in the Lord since the last time we've been able to be with you. And we're excited about uh, being able to do some podcast episodes today. Boy, we are ramped and loaded and ready to go. Uh, We're all kind of smiling because we had (laughs) most of this podcast uh, recorded and the power went out, and we lost everything. <laughs> everything. So <Yes. laughs> um, we're going to do the best we can to So recreate- we're not
1: scripted, but we've rehearsed. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yes, this is... Uh, I would rather uh, have had it live like we had before, but uh, we are live now. We're going to try to do once again what we were speaking of before. Uh, so, But anyway, it's like a beef stew. It's better the second time, so this will be much, much better. So, it is quite a stormy day here in Maine and we're trying to determine whether it was the wind or a car taking out a telephone pole. We don't know, but we lost probably about 30 to 40 minutes that we'd already done. So, we're coming to you once again and I guess instead of all of the co- pre-commentary we had in the last one, we'll just we'll just dive in, but We are, um, the episode today, we are going to be piggybacking, so to speak, on our last episode, and that is um, sometimes we say something that we believe or uh, in an episode, and then we don't get a chance to really talk about it at that time, and it always piques the interest of someone, so we thought we would... Just go back and talk about it. And in our last podcast episode, it was brought up of the fact of who was the penman of the book of Hebrews. And it was said that they didn't believe it was the Apostle Paul. I said it. It was me. It was you. (laughs) We are... Where were you on this date? It was me. I admit. (laughs) We're shining a bright light on Josh right now. Now, I will say up until, oh, not too long ago... I'd always believed it was Paul because mm-hmm. that's what I'd been told, but I couldn't have given a biblical reason why. I was just believing what I was told. Of course, hundreds of years ago, uh, you, you look back back on what people have thought because of what they've been told. Um, but upon study, I am convinced now that God used Paul, but I actually have some biblical reasons why. Uh, but again, I believed it was, but... I didn't uh, I didn't have any reason why. And I think Josh now yeah. you believe it's Paul, I,
1: but I believe it's Paul because um I I did some studying this week. <laughs> uh, my comment last week was that I do not believe the writer of Hebrews to be the apostle Paul because he is the apostle to the Gentiles, not the apostle to the Jews. And um and I, I just said that because that's what I was always told. I I just, me, never done study myself. Um, but I've learned over years to be teachable and uh, to to always, always learn. Not that ever learning, never able to come to knowledge of truth, not that one, but uh, the constant state of being a student of scripture. And um, doing my own study uh, this past week, I've come to a different conclusion than what I was always taught. And let's be honest, um, I was always taught something with never biblical reasoning for that teaching other than that one statement. um Paul's an apostle to Gentiles, not to the Jews. But there was never scriptural evidence, whereas I believe you can see, and we'll discuss them uh, today, but you can see clear scriptural evidence that I believe is clear that the Apostle Paul is the human. Uh, penman of the book of Hebrews.
0: So the reason you were given that it wasn't, um, he was the apostle to the Gentile. The only reason that I was given that it was, was that it was Pauline. They'd always use that phrase, Pauline, which I thought... I didn't know Pauline wrote anything. <laughs> <you> well, <know? laughs> oh, there's there's that southern accent again. The Pauline. 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 <laughs> well, hey, man, brother, that's that's Paul's wife. No. <laughs> uh, so that was the only reason I was given. In that, well, it's Pauline and it's writing, and so I just believed that. And um, and then, brother Chad, coming to this point, what had you historically thought about the? authorship of hebrews
2: you know it's something that i hadn't studied out but i was in a similar position to josh in that i believed it was paul but that's you know, on the basis of that's well what i had heard or what i was told hmm. and i just want to add that you know to your credit josh um and i think the spirit of this podcast is is let god be true right Great. and every man a liar in the sense that we always w- want to be teachable. Yeah. And, you know, you said, you know, I think it's Janus and Jambres that were two that were described as ever learning and never coming never. to the knowledge right. of the truth. But through studying to show yourself approved unto God, there is learning that brings you to truth. That's right. You know, you're you're not ever learning uh, to no end. You're learning in order to
1: to, to know what you know. And, and can I add to that? As I sit around this table, neither one of you two called me and said, you don't believe it was Paul? Well, let me tell you why. Sure. You guys never did that to me. Um, that was just my own. I made the statement and I wanted to, you know, I listen to the podcast, our, our podcast. Apparently um, there's one around this table that doesn't listen. Mm. Um, he might subscribe, but doesn't listen to it. I let the listener just figure yeah, it out. Science. It's me, I <laughs> He's not
0: listening to you it's, right now. He's not, now, not listening either. to me right now. just it's just yeah. You know, um, the, reason honest, the reason that I I'll be honest the reason that I listen to them is I I want to go back and and but I also I do a lot of I'm wearing headphones probably 20 to 30 hours a week because of chainsawing, and so I'm wearing headphones, so I always listen to something. So I've got 20 to 30 hours where I need to listen to something. So uh, I I listen to our podcasts. I listen to Elijah Pelkey. He has a podcast. I listen to his, it's called Teen Preacher. So I listen to his podcast. I also listen to, well, it just my phone just automatically brings up uh, Jim Alter's Uh, messages at Grace out in Sydney, Ohio. Mm -hmm. So I listen to them, and sometimes I listen to them more than once just because, you know, I could listen to music or other things, but I I try to listen to that as much as I can.
1: Yeah, I do the same. I have the earbuds in. I'm painting a house by myself. I just like to listen to something. Mine is this podcast. Um, I listen, and I don't listen because I want to, you know, oh, we're so cool. I listen to find out how awful – you know, I said something or, you know, whatever the case was. And because in the last episode, I I listened to it and I said, you know, Paul didn't write Hebrews and um, I just, I wanted to study it and, and find out for myself uh, what, what the scripture, if, what and if the scripture lets us know. Because um, I believe if you look through the entire book of Hebrews, um, you won't find any a name given, you know, for instance, uh, uh, in the beginning of Galatians or the beginning of Philippians, you know, it starts with Paul, the, you know, the apostle, whatever the case is, servant of the Lord, whatever. The book of James, James, a servant. And, and, but with Hebrews, it just starts off with God, which, you know, we give credit to whom credit is due. God wrote the Bible. So we know that. Um, But, you know, in the book of Hebrews, it's always been speculated. Well, it's Pauline in type, or uh, Barab Barabbas <laughs> Barnabas. Maybe maybe it was Barabbas. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. But Barnabas, or maybe uh, I've I've heard Timothy, um, Luke. I've heard Luke as apostle, uh, as as the writer of Hebrews. Um, but I think we'll be able to see in today's conversation biblical evidence. That shows the Apostle Paul being the 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 writer. So, and
0: what and what I like about this podcast as well, and I've made the statement before and I live up to it that even if nobody listened to this podcast, I would still do it. Yeah, because I can say if you go back, uh, that's
1: why Chad doesn't listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's here's what I was wanting to say. Like, uh, I've learned from the two of you. Hmm. You could go back to our podcasts, and it was Chad who brought up the worlds. Mm. And I was completely off in my thinking on that. And now I am absolutely convinced um, about the worlds Mm. in the scriptures, and I learned that from Chad. I also learned from Chad, I've never done any study at all on the Crystal Sea, ever. Um, And I've learned from Chad on that. Josh I've learned from you uh, day two of creation the firmament
1: hmm.
0: you brought up points about that I've never seen I never considered and and so for us to be teachable and to learn from each other for us to sit here thinking we know everything that's right and I'm willing I'm willing to learn in front of everybody and so I've learned from you and so I think I just think that's important um, Paul had to teach Peter about yeah. circumcision, you know, in front of the brethren. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, so good, that's good. If yeah. we're ever in a place where we think we can't, we know everything, we can't learn something, then we're in a bad place. Apollos. Yeah. He was a man mighty in the scriptures, yes. but yes. he needed to be sharpened in the scriptures. And God used a man and a woman hmm. to help Apollos more perfectly understand the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we don't want to be like Diotrephes, who wants the preeminence. We want to, we want to uh, be teachable. So, I think we're gonna. Do, could we do it different this time? Last time, <laughs> we avoided the Second Peter passage, and just and Josh was just. I really he wanted. He was to. like a dog in yeah. a pickup truck, just <laughs> running back and yes. forth from this window to that window, wanting to get to Second Peter. And so <laughs> then the power went out. Then and the power went literally out. Literally, we were getting to it finally, and the power, and the power, went, power out. went out. Yeah. And so, uh, so why don't we start with it this time? I mean, I okay. believe I think that's the greatest scriptural evidence. Okay. Of Paul being the penman of Hebrews is actually Second Peter. So Josh, okay, let's let's power stay on. That's right. <laughs>
1: Second Peter, uh, chapter three. I think um, we'll we'll do it, obviously. Uh, the last, the one that... The... Not to
0: interrupt you, is it worth... Another reason why I love Second Peter is because... Is it Ephesians that records that Paul, to Peter's face, had to... It's Galatians. It's Galatians yeah. chapter 3, maybe?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How does it say there? I know it says to the face, but does it say rebuke? Does it... It says withstood. Um, I think it says withstood, doesn't it? There is a reason for going to this passage because of what Peter calls Paul in 2 Peter 3. So, um, do either one of you have that passage? Yeah, it's Galatians uh, 2,
2: 11. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face Mm -hmm. because he was to be blamed of course, we know the circumstances of that, where Peter came to Antioch. He fellowshiped with Gentile brethren until Jewish brethren from Jerusalem came up, and then he separated uh, from them. And so, when Paul saw that, he, the Bible says, he withstood him to the face because he was to be blamed. So, uh, it seems like in a very public manner, yeah. dealt with this. Yeah. And so, you could you could argue that or you could see where two men who have a public confrontation could choose to separate and never be friends again. But is that what you're driving at? That's what
0: I'm driving at is that, okay, here is great occasion for the enemy to bring division. I mean, here is Peter. I mean, keys to the kingdom. Um, he is the apostle to the circumcision. Yeah. And I witnessed the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And then here's Paul. Um, you could also see that in the book of Acts, really the focus goes from Peter to Paul during that transition to the Gentile. But here Paul publicly confronts Peter and you could say okay how did Peter take this hmm. the bible doesn't say how Peter responded and i love second peter 3 because of what Peter calls paul yeah if you want to know well how did Peter take this Josh go ahead and read it in verse 15 of second peter 3:15 peter
1: 3. 3, the bible says an account that the longsuffering of our lord is salvation even as our beloved brother paul that's what he calls them.
0: So that's that's how Peter took
1: it. Our uh, beloved our brother, beloved brother Paul, also okay. So, so let's read it. Even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. So, in Second Peter chapter three verse fifteen, Peter brings up the fact that Paul has written to the Jews because Peter was written to the Jews. First, Second Peter were. And Paul, according to Second Peter 3.15, hath written unto you, meaning he's written to the Jews. So at one point in time, the Apostle Paul did write something to the Jews. Oh, well, that could be something else. It might not be Hebrews. I mean, he's written letters. You know, Maybe that's what he's referring to. Well, the next verse mm. says, as also in all his epistles, talking about the Apostle Paul, Speaking in them of these things, and which are some things hard to be understood. Now he's talking about this epistle that was written to the Hebrews by Paul. He's talking about that letter that's in verse 15. He goes, as also in all his epistles. So he's comparing. So distinction is made. Yeah, he's comparing this one to all the rest of them. Okay. Speaking in them of these things. In which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. So he refers to a letter written by Paul to the Hebrews that is also scripture. And calls it scripture. And calls it scripture. If it's not the Book of Hebrews, then there is a book missing from the Scriptures that's that lost. we don't have. That's lost. Right. There's 67 books of Scripture. Then, right. You know what I mean. Right. So, I believe this is pretty clear in my mind. Verses 15 and 16 of Second Peter chapter three points to a certain book in your Bible that Scripture written to the Hebrews by Paul. By Paul. Well, where would that be? It would be the book of Hebrews. Has to be. be. There's no other answer to that statement. Well, what about James? James was written by James. Peter was written by Peter. Um, John was written by John. Jude, 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 Jude. But Hebrews by
0: Paul. I believe the reference in verse 15 speaks to Revelation because you'll notice to the wisdom given unto him. Okay. Yep. Well, who? Who who gave this wisdom?
1: Okay. The yeah. wisdom
0: given unto Paul, who was the author of that wisdom. I believe that reference to the wisdom given unto him, I believe that's a reference to, that's Second Corinthians 12, the revelations given unto me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I believe that's a reference to inspiration. When he
1: makes a statement, uh, what is it? Is it in Galatians when he says that no man revealed it unto him but God himself mm-hmm. and... um So that's the Josh Lovelace version. And then in 2
0: Corinthians 12, he says, because of the number of revelations, God gave me a thorn in the flesh. Um, So I believe that there's two references to Scripture. One, it's just called Scripture in verse 16. In verse 16, yeah. But I also believe there's a reference to Scripture, to the wisdom given unto him. That that is a reference there to inspiration, inspiration. that yeah. God Himself, what uh, that God Himself gave to Paul that which Paul wrote unto you. Hmm. So that's that's what I think of of verse number fifteen. Um,
1: Chad, you're in deep study
0: over here. Yeah, because I'm wanting
2: to solidify that Peter's intended audience is a Jewish audience as he writes Second Peter. Okay. Right. Okay. So, First Peter, we know First Peter one, verse one. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered. So we know that refers to uh, that persecution that arose at the, pers- at the death of Stephen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's there is a scattering that takes place of Jewish believers, Ju- born again Jews. Yes. Okay. Um, verse two. Right, He describes them as elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, which we know that election is, is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So then I'm coming to Second Peter, and I'm looking at the introduction. And I, I never want to assume, you know what I mean? Like I know it's, it's the second epistle of Peter. But in Second Peter, does he identify his audience as clearly Jewish? That was my question.
0: I believe he does very clearly in its content. Okay. Second Peter is clearly Jewish in his content. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. Can, can I go are, down just, a sidetrack here? Yes. Uh, okay. We believe on this podcast, <clears throat> you've heard us say, right Bible, right division, right interpretation. I've tried to show our folks recently that our New Testament, you can see dispensation by the very construction of our New Testament. The book of Hebrews is a transitional book moving from the focus on the Gentile to the focus once again upon the Jew. Correct. Yes. I believe as well, the Jewish epistles are instruction for the nation of Israel for the time of Jacob's trouble. James is very clear that that is um, tribulation information is the book of James. Quite frankly, that's why Martin Luther, who called the epistle of James the epistle of straw, because he couldn't understand it. If we can't see dispensation then you're not going to understand. There's things said in James that people still struggle with today. Sure, because the they're, they're trying. Because yeah. they're trying to. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to fit it into this age. Yeah. Which creates. Do
1: it. Which creates false doctrine.
0: Right. So James, first and second Peter, first, second, third John, Jude are all clearly Jewish. Um, second Peter, in its context, okay, is clearly Jewish.
2: Right. So I was to. to... I'm just skimming it, right? Sure, sure. There's references to Noah, to Sodom and Gomorrah, right. to Lot, right? Which, if you think, so. So someone said to me the other day, um, they asked me how it is that I think through a Bible Bible questions, and I said, well, one of the ways I think through them is I think chronologically, because. In the sense that we have a Bible that is complete, but revelation was progressive. And we also understand that so so someone who is understands Peter's references to Noah, to Sodom and Gomorrah, and to Lot is going to be a Jewish person who had access to or was taught out of or familiar with the Pentateuch. Right? They're they're gonna know. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy
1: hmm. in a way
2: that a Roman is going to have no clue. They don't have a printing press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Jews aren't distributing scrolls, you know, on the corner of of Rome w- when they're handwritten. Yeah. S- so to support what you're saying right. that it is
0: has has a Jewish audience in mind, that's um, a good I see point. That. Yeah. 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 Cuz in 2nd Peter 2, We've talked about this on the podcast before, I believe. God is taking them through the judgments that the earth has seen to this point.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And it's preparing the Jew for the judgment to come. That there is another judgment coming unto the earth, and it is preparing them for that. And um, it's just so... If we can't rightly divide the word... The Bible is just so confusing. Yes. But once we rightly divide and we understand that God does work differently in different ages. He does. He has a different message in different ages. He he works differently in different ages. And so much of what you're going to see in the Jewish epistles at the end of our New Testament it is preparing the Jew for that next age. Mm. Now he's writing unto saved Jews, of course, yeah, which are going to be raptured out. They are not going to uh, that is why you know, at some point we need to address Acts 2:38. Uh, that's a message for Israel nationally. You know, God desires for all Israel to be saved, but Israel has not repented, but he, has mercy on the individual Jew, which does repent, and so
2: I have a question. Yes, you just you said Jews and raptured out. So are are to clarify, a Jew who is
0: saved during the Church Age will be raptured out with the Church. Correct, because according to to Paul, there are neither Jew nor. D- that's Greek. right. There's no right. difference. Yeah, right. but he also. He makes three distinctions. He says there's the Jew, the Gentile, and the Church of God. So a gen- so in that context, the Jew or the Gentile who has received Christ is now... The Church of the God. The Church of God. Correct. Yes. Okay. And I'm not talking about the denomination sure. today. I'm talking, sure. Um, so
2: when you use Jew in rapture, you're using it with when within a church right. dispensation. They're the Church of God Got that's it. being taken yep. out. Just making sure. Mm.
0: Um I personally think the reason why Paul's name is not used in Hebrews is because of its desired audience. Are they going to associate him? Well, he's the apostle to the Gentile. Why should we mm. the total focus of the book of Hebrews is Christ. Yes. I mean, if you if you look at uh the first 3 verses of Hebrews, you know, God says in verse number 1 here is how I used to speak to you Jews, was through the prophet. And then verse 2, but now I speak to you through my son. Through my son, yeah. Which people say today, well, why isn't Israel repenting? Well, they're blinded. It's Romans 9, the very way that God speaks to them, they're deafened to. Yeah. They stumbled over. He was the stone they stumbled over. So according to Hebrews 1, 2, that is how God speaks today in this age. And they can't hear because they've stumbled over it. So God is speaking, but no one's listening. Hmm. Um, When it gets to the next age, God is going to once again speak through signs and wonders. And so he does speak differently in different ages, but he's preparing the Jew. He's preparing them in these Jewish epistles and that's, at the
1: end. And that's the whole point of Hebrews as well, like you said, um, showing that God used to speak through the prophet, now he's speaking and that is that not the theme of the entire book, is that Christ is better than oh, right, right, Christ right. is highly exalted. Whatever the 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 Jews would already the Jews clearly have exalted Moses.
0: Right. And the law.
1: And the law and that's what first, second chapter. Um, angels are given uh, mm-hmm. authority in the Jews' mind, and Christ is better. That's all in Hebrews. Um, the Levitical priesthood is shown that that Christ being the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, outside of the Levitical priesthood, right. uh, higher. Um, uh, let's see, there's, there's uh, faith brought up in Hebrews 11, because that's Romans 10. The, the Jews are stumbling at that faith, because the the Jews seek for a sign, and and we, but it's faith. The Bible says what is it was Romans ten that it's nigh. It's even in their mouth. You know, it's just the word of faith is right there, and they just can't. And that's all Hebrews eleven. You know, it's the it's the definition of faith, and then played out for us and all the Jewish people: Abraham, Sarah, Moses, um, Joshua, Jewish people. <clears throat> And being exalted, as shown with their faith. So anyway, um, I believe—not nah, believe—but but this the, this book is showing that to this Jewish audience, Christ is superior. It is Christ that you that you are to go to and and and, and get saved. You know, um, uh, but that is where their blindness is. And it's going to be Christ. Block.
0: You know, the epistles. What what I'm trying to show our folks is how. Um, again, the very construction of the New Testament shows us, okay, it begins with the ministry of Christ, which is the Old Testament, okay, yeah, the death of the testator, bringing in the New Testament, the transition in the book of Acts, the focus then upon the Gentile, but then the focus once again upon the Jew. um the only you know, and these Jewish epistles, Peter, John's epistles, James, Jude, is preparing them for the, Uh, time to come, and the only thing that is going to help them to escape the time to come is the book of Hebrews, Christ highly exalted. Yes. He's the only one that is going to save them. So if they do not believe, if they do not believe on him, they are going to have to endure these things Mm -hmm. that are...
1: Somebody told me, if you want to grab some... um not better understanding but different view i guess of reading hebrews james go read them as a jew going through the tribulation sure right right you know and um it, it will it will really change the way you view that part all of
0: scripture all these verses we pluck out of the word of god great is thy faithfulness yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's from lamentations 3 that's all tribulation yeah. lamentations 3 uh everybody's got psalm 20 20- Psalm 23 is a tribulation psalm. That's mm. what it is. It's not the fluffy lamb psalm that we all uh, think. It It is Psalm 22 is Christ's first coming. Psalm 24 is the his second, second coming. coming. Yeah. And the only event for Israel between Christ's first coming and second coming, the only event is the, event yeah. is the, the time, time of, of Jacob's, Jacob's trouble. trouble. Yep. That's it. Yep. And so... That's the valley of the shadow of death. Right. The reason for the waters and the green pastures is it's all burn up.
1: Mm, yeah. You
0: read Revelation, he leads me beside the still waters. Well, there's no water to drink. Yeah. It, it's talking about, Psalm 23 is talking about God, it's Revelation 12. He's going to take them out into the wilderness on eagles' wings, and he's going to take care of them for three and a half years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Psalm 23 is talking about it. It's mm-hmm. preparing them for that. And I don't plan to be here. Right, uh, <laughs> right, right. Um, what else do we want to talk about about 2 Peter 3, about this passage in 17? We've addressed the fact, I believe it's Scripture's referenced twice. Yeah. the Wisdom given unto him, I believe, is a reference to God-inspiring. And then Peter calling it Scripture in verse 16. Um, I believe... Well, what... <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I'm I'm finished. I just believe this is a great biblical evidence for Paul. Well, then you have
2: your evidence within the book of Hebrews. Yes, okay. right? yeah. I just
0: wanted to make sure we were done with Second Peter three, but there's evidences within the book itself.
2: Yes, Chad, you want to do? Who one? wants to take that? Sure. I mean, the a simple one is the reference to Timothy in Hebrews thirteen twenty three. Yes, and um, were it not for Paul, we wouldn't know. Who Timothy is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And Timothy is only referenced uh, in in the book of Acts and otherwise in Paul's epistles. Mm-hmm. So that would lend credibility to the argument that Paul is the penman.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? I think we mentioned... Well, there's the, the very next verse. So verse 23, Know ye that our brother Timothy... Is set at liberty, with whom, if he comes shortly, I will see you. Salute all them that have the rule over you and all the saints. They of Italy salute you. So that um, leads understanding to the author being, or the writer, rather, being in
0: Italy. Mm-hmm. And when we think, when we think of Italy at this time, what do we... Well, it's no, Rome, there's, no? there's other Italian places... Yeah. Uh, Given, um, besides Rome, but we think of Rome at this time. So So the very use of that phrase, they of Italy salute you, would tell us that the penman is in Italy. Is in Italy.
1: Um, And Hebrews 10, verse number 34, lets us know that whoever's writing this is also in bonds in Italy.
0: So they're in prison. They're in prison.
1: Verse 34 for ye had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. So ye had compassion of me in my bonds. So the 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 writer is in prison uh, in Italy. In Italy. which is likely and Rome. Ref- and references Timothy. Mm-hmm. Now, it, what's interesting, it says in Hebrews 13 that Timothy was set at liberty. Um, was Timothy ever bound that we know of with Paul? Well, I don't know. but I can't think of the passage, but that's very... That to me seems to suggest that they're together, and then Timothy gets out. He's set at liberty. Sure. Or does that mean liberty? I, I'm legitimately asking this. Or does that mean liberty as in he just has the... God has given him the liberty. You know what I mean? Or is it the fact I take that it with Timothy's out of prison, he can go. Well, I- if you look at the next
2: verse, with whom, if he comes shortly, I will see you. Okay? So, yeah, I think there's the idea, it's not spiritual liberty, it's physical
1: liberty where he that's, can, that's he's free I, yeah, to move right. about. But Timothy is set at liberty, so w- would Timothy be bound with... I'm just I'm just asking, is there, is there an occasion in Acts, I'm trying to remember, where Paul and Timothy one. are bound together? I
0: can't, think, I can't think of any. Okay.
2: But there is an argument made that Paul had two imprisonments. Yes. Um, but that's not the
1: purpose of our podcast. No, no, no. I was just curious about right. that.
0: But it's also clear in Paul's epistles that there are people with him. Yeah. Yes. You know, when second Timothy four he says only Luke is with me, yeah, so I take it that okay we we had talked about this before, um about the one who what's the word chad uh the penman, yes, is, the actual uh, one the who technical
2: actually, term is amanuensis,
0: okay. <laughs> Well, let's define. Would you define that real quick, and I'll.
2: Amanuensis uh, is the penman. It is a person who receives dictation from another.
0: Right, because for instance, Romans sixteen and verse twenty-two. Now we've had amusing discussion as to how to pronounce this man's name. I'm gonna so go I'm going to let I'm going to let Chad read the verse only because he probably has the correct. Um, Where is it Romans? Romans 16.22. Romans
2: Romans 16.22. So I'm going to hold my spot in Hebrews because we got to come back to Hebrews, right? Correct. All right. Romans (laughs) 16 and verse 22. So Tertius identifies himself as the writer. Okay. So Romans 16.22. Well, okay. Verse 21. Timotheus, my work fellow, So Timothy's referenced and Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsmen, salute you. I, Tertius, who wrote this epistle, salute you in the Lord. Okay, so the discussion is to be had who wrote Romans. Did Paul write Romans or did Tertius write Romans? And this is where the understanding of a penman or an amanuensis comes in because Paul received revelation from God. Yeah. But as he's receiving it and dictating it,
1: Tertius is writing it down. Well, because um, practically speaking, he's in bonds. Right. Sure. He's He's unable. He's unable to actually physically do the writing, but he can dictate it. And here's Tertius sitting in the corner writing it down.
0: Correct. So. So there's others. I I, I personally believe that Onesimus hmm. penned the words of Paul to Philemon. Sure. Um, So. Hebrews here, I believe it's actually Timothy who wrote down the words of Paul. And I do believe that this means that um, Timothy was, I I, I think this at least makes the, the good argument that Timothy is in prison, but Timothy was released. Yeah. He was set at liberty and... If Timothy comes, look, I believe Paul is in prison in Rome. So when Paul says in verse 23, I will see you, I don't think Paul is saying that I'm going to physically... I, I believe Timothy is bearing the the epistle
1: mm-hmm. okay. to them, yeah.
0: that he is coming. Because I think Paul knew... I mean, we read about in the book of Acts, don't we? That Paul knew when he was going to Rome. This is it. This is it. He's going to be martyred. He's ready to offer his life. And so I believe Timothy is the one. And as Chad said, Timothy's only mentioned in Paul's epistles. And... Can I bring up something else that's kind of interesting? Sure.
2: So Timothy was... The, the son of a Greek and a Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. And we know that Paul had him circumcised. So he wasn't, he was a believer, but Paul had him circumcised. I just thought it interesting that God uses Timothy to be the one, to, to either be the penman or even mentioned in the book of Hebrews. Oh, you yeah. Know, which yeah, yeah, would yeah. kind of be, it would be... uh you know, a carnal Jew could take great offense to that. because hmm. a the
0: whole reason why Paul had Timothy circumcised is the Jews right.
2: would accept it. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So when you mention bonds too, the phrasing is not just, not just bonds, but the phrasing is my bonds in Hebrews, right? Yes. Uh, Hebrews 10, 38, 10, 30, 30, 34, 34. He uses that phrase, my bonds, which also is, you guys had pointed out earlier uh, in our previously unsavable podcast (laughs) that is unique to paul correct Uh, philippians and colossians and philemon are all other places where paul refers to his bonds bonds. as my bonds Mm.
0: yeah yep pretty strong argument it is and um something else i would add is that there are references that are made in hebrews that are only referenced in Paul's epistles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For instance, Hebrews 12, verse 1 talks about a race. It uses the analogy of a race to the Christian life. Well, only Paul uses that in 1 Corinthians, the race that is set before us. Uh, he is from, so you can put Hebrews chapter 12 with 1 First Corinthians, Corinthians 9. Yeah. Um, also, the reference in Hebrews um, where it talks about, uh, it's Hebrews 10.38, now the just shall live by faith. That's only referenced two other times in the New Testament. Both you know, that's Paul. one I'd
1: never seen before. Okay. And and uh, you brought that one up in our previously lost podcast. Yes. Now the just shall live by faith. It's refer- the, the first initial is Habakkuk. Correct. And then you don't see it again until... Um, what was it? Galatians, Ro- Romans, Romans and, then Galatians, <clears throat> and then Galatians, and now and Hebrews. now Hebrews.
0: So again, those aren't all exclusive to themselves, but it just gives more credence, so to speak, yeah. to the fact that okay, only Paul addresses these things. So why would we find this in Hebrews if if Paul was not the penman?
1: Um, um to keep going on that, there's Hebrews ten eleven. Um, Which would uh, give credence to the fact that the temple is still standing. Correct. Because we know the temple was destroyed in A.D. 70. Um, The Apostle Paul um, would still be alive um, because I don't remember when he was executed, I think his history says history, late 60s. Is that what? Like 67, yeah. 8, something so like that. So he would never have seen. If we can trust that. I don't yeah, if we can that. trust that. Right. So, so in Paul's day, the temple was always there. Correct. And it says in Hebrews 10:11, and every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same right. sacrifices. So that, you know, gives evidence to the fact that the temple's still standing, whereas by the time the books of uh, John, Revelation, uh, the temple's gone. Um, Revelation being the last book, pen but pen late, as right, far the 90s as somewhere. yeah, yeah, in the 90s. So well after the temple being destroyed. Um, so I think that's interesting. We don't too. mean the 1990s. We no, mean, no, 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 90s, not, AD. Not, <laughs> like just the 90s, just the, like 90s. Just <laughs> the 90s, somewhere. So, um, um, but I think this gives because again, this would you know prior to the to AD 70. That is Paul and his. In his prime, so to speak, um, in the writings of the of, of of the apostle. So,
0: well, any other arguments you no, have? No, I, I would just I would just say, at the end of the day, whether you're convinced or not, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not going to get down on the floor and fight yeah. with anybody. Uh, the second
1: Peter one. Is yeah, the one that that's pretty it me. I think it's pretty convincing
0: yeah. but again I've got we we all three have good friends that mm. just they just don't think Paul wrote it uh, and they know about second Peter you know so for some <coughs> excuse me for some it convinces not convinces and at the end of the day whether it was Paul or not we know it's the word of God yeah um, but I think this is a good example I, I think our folks when I preach this unto them, I think they enjoyed the fact that, okay, we don't even need to leave the scriptures. You know, we need to stop pulling men's books off the shelf. And we can just learn things by staying right in the scriptures Mm. about what the Bible says. And then if it doesn't say, what does the Bible say? Known only to God. (laughs) That's right. We just leave it with him. That's right. right. If he doesn't tell us, then he probably doesn't desire for us to know. Well, Mm -hmm. God wrote the Bible. Uh,
1: Yes. He did.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, but I think um, there's no sense adding any more. That's what I sure. wanted to share with you. That's the biblical evidence I think that that I know of, as far as Paul being the penman of the Book of Hebrews. And uh, I love Hebrews. I, I Boy, just oh, go ahead. I was going to say I just I'm three weeks into it on Sunday mornings. Oh wow! And I told our folks I said if you don't want to hear messages <laughs> about Christ being high and lifted up. That's all you're going to hear for yeah, the right. next Yeah. <laughs> that's Yeah. Right. yeah. However how many is,
1: years is going to take to go through Hebrews? Hebrews right.
0: is all about <laughs> Christ yeah. and high and lifted up. He yeah. is its theme. And it's a fun study. Just a to... Well,
2: okay, if 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 nothing else, the exercise itself. Like right? The, the discipline of okay, if I'm going to believe something that I'm going to have a biblically built argument for believing that's right. it. That's right. And I'm going to employ The practices of right division, right, and comparing scripture with scripture. When when we, I was just thinking about those those words, right division, to divide and separate things out. You have to do a little bit of work, you know. In Second Peter, you've got to think through Hmm. and use your God given powers of reason to separate out and say, well, okay, obviously, what Paul, what Peter is referring to is scripture and it's obviously it's addressed to Jewish people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So if it's Scripture, and if it's addressed to Jewish people, and Paul wrote it, then there's something that Paul wrote that was addressed to Jewish people, that's Scripture. That's Scripture. So now, if you're in the boat of, well, I think Barnabas wrote it. Okay, great. Then you still have to answer the question, what did Paul write to the Jews that was that called scripture? scripture?
0: That we don't have. Right. That, so there's, part of Scripture is
2: no There's no other book. Sure. So... It's just great. It's like to me, it's open and shut. It's not like, oh, that's you know, that's a pretty good argument. No, it's pretty open and shut. Yeah, because all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and if the scripture's got to be preserved, you know, everything that follows after that, uh, good stuff, good stuff, kind of stuff you uh, you get someone else to buy your lunch for. (laughs) (laughs) Amen.
0: Well, we are going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for participating with us. We pray that you've enjoyed this, but please stay tuned. You'll be getting another episode very shortly from Backwoods Theology.